0: Hi and welcome to Let's Talk Forex with Alison and Chris. Um, This week we are continuing our discussion of execution. Uh, We're going to be talking about STPs, ECNs and hybrid models and what that exactly means. If you haven't listened to the previous episode about market makers, I recommend you do that first and uh, let us know if you have any questions. Um, You can find us uh, on fxscouts.com, tradeforexsa.co.za and uh, send us an email. Or just hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey, Chris, how are you doing?
0: Yeah, pretty good. Allison, how are you today?
1: Yeah, I'm good. I really enjoyed our last episode where we talked about uh, market makers. It was um, I thought we went quite in depth, and it it was uh, even it was quite enlightening even for me. You know, having done the research. And uh, today we're going we're gonna to be covering ECNs and STP models, which are the non-dealing desk brokers. Um, and for our listeners out there that haven't listened to the last episode, I really recommend that you go back and, and do that before you listen to this episode because they'll give you a good overview of what execution means. So as I said, we're going to cover STP brokers and ECN brokers, and then the hybrids between the two, um, and these are our non-dealing desk brokers. So in terms of STP execution, there's a lot of misunderstanding about the term. Um, So let's clear that up first. STP stands for straight through processing, and it's not actually a broker type, but it's how a transaction is made. So straight-through processing means that the transaction is completed via an automated process through electronic transfers with no manual intervention. Um, And this is in contrast to the market makers where there is a dealing desk and there is manual, there can be manual intervention. And straight-through processing was initially developed in the 1970s to assist with payment systems. And as computers and software began to be integrated into the global financial system, uh, like uh, it is now in terms of us being able to trade online with an internet connection, people realized that automating the payment processes would save time and reduce error rates. So these days, in order to connect with the SWIFT, for example, financial network, or any other global payment system, a financial service provider will basically use STP, and that's uh, and and brokers realize the same that STP is a much better way of of processing orders. So straight through processing has a much wider application than just the forex brokers, though. And in fact, forex brokers are basically a very tiny minority of the many thousands of other financial companies around the world who also use STP on a daily basis. So STP is a very, very common method for processing transactions.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the point is STP, it doesn't describe a broker. What you're doing is describing how a broker deals with your trades. Um, It's a transaction protocol. So what does STP mean in terms of forex trading? Um, The first thing you need to know about a broker uses STP as an execution method, is that unlike market makers, they don't take trade orders onto their own books. They do not make the market. They do not have a dealing desk, and they will never be counterparty to your trades. Um, so this removes the inherent co- conflict of interest that you find with market makers, and explains um, goes some way to explaining why some traders are more comfortable trading with brokers who use STP execution, because the broker's motivation for increasing client losses is gone; it's non-existent. So instead of making the market, uh, brokers who use STP they they transmit your order to one or more, liquidity providers on the interbank market. Um, and the main consequences of this is that uh, the spreads that you see are going to be variable. Um, market makers can offer fixed spreads because they already own the trading positions because they are the market. Whereas an STP is reliant on prices in the interbank market, which, which are constantly fluctuating. So your spreads are going to be variable with an STP broker. The other consequence of dealing with an STP is the speed. Uh, STP, uh, they don't have to go through a dealing desk. So it can be much faster, straight through processing can be much faster, especially at times of high market volatility. So if the news is broken, uh, some major financial news is broken, uh, STPs um, can be much better, at a much faster way of transmitting orders. And so, because the STP broker uses this straight through processing to different liquidity providers, um, this prevents requotes and other delays. So you're not going to get um, you're not going to so you're not going to place trade and have your trade rejected. Or have your trade sent back to you at a different price, generally of SDPs, because they conclude they can conclude the trading process much faster.
1: But they do share one similarity with market makers, and that is that they will generally add a spread markup. Which is fixed uh, to the variable spreads that they receive from the liquidity provider, and some STPs will also provide trading accounts with raw spreads and charge a commission. So that they have two different models. STPs will either have a spread markup, which is why they can, uh, get, you know, um, offer accounts that are commission-free, and other times they will um, give you raw spreads and then will charge a commission per trade. But this is less common than than the, the spread markup model. So the main takeaways for the brokers who use this model are that there's no conflict of interest, which is in um, contrast to the market makers. They have variable spreads uh, and usually a spread markup, uh, generally no commission as we spoke about, and the, there's much faster order execution and less chance of requotes. quotes um, something that market makers often have. Um, and now that we've we've basically covered STP. I'd like to move on to ECN brokers because there's a lot of confusion between STP and ECN. So ECN essentially stands for Electronic Communication Network, and it is a computerized system that automatically matches buy and sell orders on the market. So that's quite an important definition. Uh, But much like the STP brokers, they don't have a dealing desk, and they do not make the market like the market makers, and they're not the counterparty to your trade. So there's no conflict of interest here either. So that's how they're similar to, to STP brokers. And they basically connect major brokerages with multiple liquidity providers um, and then the, to the individual trader so that they can trade between themselves without going through a middleman. And uh, yeah, as I said, this is different to the market maker who is the middleman and who will have a dealing desk, um, which obviously is where the, the conflict of interest can comes in um, because they're the counterparty to your trade. ECNs are not at all a counterparty to your trade. They simply connect the trader to two different liquidity providers um, who will give you, obviously, raw pricing.
0: Yeah. and So there's a lot of similarities between STPs and ECN. Um, And this is where the confusion lies. As I said, like STP describes a protocol, describes a method of transaction, whereas an ECN actually describes a broker. But the main difference between an STP, a so-called STP broker and an ECN broker, is the routing. It's how the transaction is routed. Now, an STP can choose to deal. They have a choice to deal with the different liquidity providers um, out there, while an ECN instead acts as a hub, right? So an ECN is kind of like a spider sitting in the middle of a web, and it's uh, surrounded by these liquidity providers. And, um, and the hub, this web, is effectively a major liquidity source. And you have all these different liquidity providers around it. They're banks, hedge funds, and other big uh, prime prime brokerages. So and here's the important distinction is an ECM broker does not choose which liquidity provider to take the pricing from. An STP can choose, whereas an ECM broker, it sits in the middle of this hub and the different liquidity providers in this electronic communications network, they compete with each other to provide the best pricing for each trade. And as a result, because of the law is supply and demand, you find with ECM brokers that pricing is, uh, is generally very low. And a good ECM broker will always detail the liquidity providers uh, in their order execution policy documents, which you can find on on their website if you look in their legal documents uh, for pretty much any good ECM broker. Uh, For example, one, a good ECM broker is FB Markets, and they list their liquidity providers as Barclays, HSBC, RBS, Credit Suisse, JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, Commerce Bank. You know, it's all really big, tier one, globally recognized banks. Um, Pepstone. Another good ECM broker, also lists their um, their uh, liquidity providers as Supton Financial, IS Prime, LMAX, Gain Capital, Morgan Stanley, and Jefferies Financial Services. So you see, they've got um, they're, they're sitting in this network of these really big banks, really big financial service providers, and all these financial service providers are basically competing with each other to provide the lowest prices for you.
1: So basically for the trader, the main difference then between the STP and the ECN will be how the trader is charged, um, as we spoke about just now. So if you place an order on your platform with an ECN, you'll receive raw pricing because, as you were saying, Chris, they're all competing for the lowest price, which spreads often down to zero pips on the USD, for example. Um, and the ECN uh, effectively acts as a matchmaker. So it basically gives the trader the best possible pricing from its le- liquidity um, network of liquidity providers. But instead of marking the spreads up like the STP broker would do, it would charge a commission for this matchmaking service. Um, and this is usually what we find is in the region of sort of six USD per lot traded, um, three USD to open the trade, and then three USD to close the trade. And and um, you know, if I had to do a comparison then between the, the market maker spreads and and the ECN um, pricing, you'd find the market maker would have a spread of you know generally between one and two pips, whereas the ECN broker would then um, give you a spread of zero pips or zero to sort of zero point two pips on the on the Euro USD depending on on the market volatility. With that commission, it brings it to a a price of sort of eight to nine USD per lot traded. So it is you. You generally get quite good pricing with the with ECN brokers, and you know the the benefits of ECN brokers are are huge. They allow investors to trade outside traditional hours, um, providing mechanisms for those who either can't actively be involved during those normal. Uh, market times, or for people who uh, prefer the flexibility offered by the wide availability. So, if if you use expert advisors, for example, you obviously have no control over the time. You know, well, you you obviously do have control, but you allow the the robots to trade for you, and so you won't have to worry as much about the prices, the difference in prices that happen over certain certain periods in the day, because there will always be liquidity to to fill the the prices. Um, and this is in contrast to a market maker, which may have less liquidity at times, uh, certain times of the day, which means that spreads will widen quite dramatically. And uh, another benefit is for those people who are concerned about privacy. The ECN provides a level of anonymity to those who who need that, um, because there's no dealing desk involved. And this is very attractive to investors who who are interested in making, you know, big transactions. So there, there are quite a few benefits to trading with a, an ECN broker compared to a market maker. But again, it depends on your particular trading needs and what you're looking for in a broker.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, there, but there's also some drawbacks <clears throat> to ECNs. Um, yeah, like, unlike market makers, uh, you're not going to find fixed spreads, you know, predicting the price of your trading going forward. The cost of your trading is more complicated uh, with an ECN because they're going to be constant. The spread's going to be vol- of constantly fluctuating because they're coming from a market. Um, with ECNs, you also experience something called slippage, which means that when you place your order at a certain price, but within seconds, like milliseconds, the price has changed. And sometimes people are lucky enough to experience positive slippage. Uh, your price is actually better, your spreads get tighter. But you also may experience negative slippage where the price increases. And again, this is just a hazard of trading on the interback markets with an ECN. The biggest drawback, I think, and especially for a lot of beginners uh, to using an ECN is the price, is the cost of the cost of entry. We find with ECNs that uh, minimum deposits are generally higher um, and commission charges can can be costly, especially if you don't understand them. And if you start trying to trade small, uh, the commission costs can rack up. Those are the main drawbacks of an ECN.
1: And then you also get quite a few brokers that are hybrid brokers, which means they combine STP and ECN execution. So in a perfectly um, easy to understand world, brokers would use only one execution model. But in reality, many brokers use two or more of these execution methods. And actually, many of the brokers we review use more than one model. Um, so some ECN brokers will behave like a market maker if there is little liquidity in the market, and then some market makers will offer accounts with raw spreads and STP execution. And most commonly, you'll find ECN brokers who use STP execution to complete the orders. So it can be quite confusing, which is why we we also talk about, you know, um, sort of doing doing your research and, and looking at the legal documents on each of the broker's sites.
0: You know, we've discussed all this uh, execution methods, and these are all clear cut when you talk about it theoretically, but in reality, it's often hard to tell what execution model a broker uses at any given time. And the important thing, I think, take takeaway here is what do you want as a trader? You know, do you prefer your trading costs to be the spread only or do you prefer to pay a commission for tight spreads? Do you want fixed spreads or do you want variable spreads? Uh, knowing that these spreads, variable spreads can get wider in times of market volatility. Are you comfortable with the conflict of interest that's inherent in the market maker model? Or would you prefer to trade with an STP or an ECN broker, knowing that this conflict of interest um, is non-existent there? And so that's I think that's the best angle to approach execution from, is what do you want as a trader, uh, rather than thinking, worrying about what the execution model means. Whatever you do, uh, the most important thing is to trade with a well-regulated broker. Uh, no matter the execution method used, if your broker is well-regulated, There is going to be zero chance of price manipulation and you're going to get decent prices um, on your instruments and you will get fast execution. And on our websites, you can find lists of the best ECN brokers and the best market makers available. So that's fxscouts.com in the UK. That's tradeforexsa.co.za in South Africa. And you also find a lot of educational content we've discussed discussed here in these last two episodes uh, about the various execution methods. Um, so have a look there if you, if you feel like you want to you learn more about this, this topic. Yeah, and I, I think that just about covers execution, Alison. What do you think?
1: Yeah, and I, I guess if anybody has any questions or anything they'd like to know more about, they're more than welcome to contact us. And if traders sign up on our newsletter, they'll also be able to receive updates on, on the various brokers that we're, we're covering and on our podcast
0: fantastic all right Alison well I'll um I'll speak to you next week then
1: yeah thank you cheers Chris
0: bye